When you need your work truck to work as hard as you do, trust Delphi Technologies to deliver the parts built for the toughest work environments. From construction sites to long distance hauling, go with the aftermarket supplier known for its 100 plus years of OE heritage and expertise. Go to DelphiAftermarket.com today. It's Andrew Ross, your host, and welcome to the podcast. Something a little special today. As many of you are aware, uh, through our Jobber Nation title, we've had a long-standing relationship with Norm Rose from XL Sales Consulting. Uh, he's uh, with us as a guest today, along with uh, Peter Kmita, uh from Ask, Listen, Retain. Now, the two of them have uh, recently formed a formalized partnership, but they've been working together for a long time to kind of provide a full circle uh, between the training and the follow-up and reinforcement that a lot of businesses uh, would, I believe, find some real value in. Uh, so uh, welcome to the podcast, uh, Norman and Peter. Now, we'll just start out to do a little bit of a, maybe of a recap of, we'll start kind of with Norm a little bit. Now, a lot of you will be familiar with Norm's work uh, in the aftermarket on the training side, uh, lots of little, lots of different modules and opportunities for for training. But uh, uh, for folks who might not be quite so familiar with uh, what Excel Sales Consulting offers, uh, what would you tell them, Norm? Well, thanks very much, Andrew. Uh, I am a veteran from the automotive aftermarket. Started, uh, yeah, I guess, I'm saying now it's almost thirty years or a little over thirty years actually in the automotive aftermarket. Started out in sales. And uh, been a, been in a long time. Started the training company 20 years ago, so we're actually uh, really uh, proud to say that we are celebrating 20 years in business and uh, created uh, training programs for all levels of distribution within the aftermarket for for shops, for for the jobbers, for warehouse distributors, for manufacturers as well. And uh, that's a little bit about me and XL Sales Consulting. Right, right now, now you know. Obviously, uh, some folks will certainly be uh, familiar with Peter Kmita, and uh, I mean the company's Compacheck. But ask, listen, retain is the the focus of the conversation and the really the offering uh, that I think the you know the, our listeners will be most interested in. Is there a fifty thousand foot view of ask, listen, retain, and where that fits into uh, the area of uh, training and professional development and excellence and all that stuff? Yes, um, like Norm, we happen to be 20 years old as well, as far as the company goes. And um, our product name, Ask Us Retain, is kind of the model in itself. We, we ask customers questions through surveys or telephone interviews. Um, we get our customers to listen to the results. And because they listen and to pay attention, then they retain customers, improve pro- uh, profitability by having loyal customers. And then we identify areas that need improvement, and that's where we come together with Excel Sales Consulting. Okay, so let's just say, you know, I'm, uh, I'll do a role play here. Let's just say I'm, I'm a jobber. Uh, you know, I have a variety of uh, training needs in my business, uh, maybe for myself, uh, for my, but also, you know, for my managers, some counter staff, uh, delivery drivers. So where do I start and, and where does this kind of cooperative uh, relationship that you guys have put together uh, come in. I'll start with you, Norm. Uh, you know, where do I, where, where do I start? That's, that's a, that's a great question. Thank you, Andrew. So 
you know, different jobbers. So if it's one jobber or if it's uh, um, someone that has multiple locations, they they look at the training offering and go, okay, you know, do we need counter training? That's really right now. We've got a lot of new people. We've got new hires. We have veterans in the business that have been doing it a long time. We'd like to keep them motivated and inspired. They might say counter training is really what I need. They might say, well, you know, we need to build stronger leaders. We need better store managers or better assistant managers as well. So we really want to focus on that. So they might select first uh, the manager's training. They might look at counter training. They might say, well, we really need assistance in our delivery driver's training. Um, We've never really done any customer service and teamwork uh, training for delivery drivers. Or they might say outside salespeople. You know, we we really need some assistance to to win more market share, gain new business, uh, keep what we have. So the opportunity of not just being a one-off with just one course allows people to look at the full menu and go, here's where my biggest need is. And then when they start with us, they will say, well, let's do the sales training first, or let's do the the counter training or manager's training. But they look at the the whole program holistically in the sense that this is a strategy. This is not just uh, a one-off program. This is something that we can build a partnership with to pick where our needs are first and then take it from there. So maybe sales, then manager, then counter training, for example. So they have the choice to uh, to truly pick uh, where the uh, the biggest need is first to get started. Can't do everything all at once, right? You can't eat the whole elephant all at once, as they say, right, Andrew? That's right. Yeah, yeah. One you know, one one bite at a time for sure. Now, you know, um, you know, often, and I think we've at this stage. You know, I know that uh, you know Norm and I have talked about this uh, previously. We've been in the industry for a little while. Uh, we ourselves have also attended training uh, sessions. We've certainly been, uh, you know, uh, you know, on on <laughs> either involved or on the periphery, and often, you know, one of the uh, kind of knowing criticisms of training, and and it's not uh, directed at anybody in particular. It's just, well, you know, how much do you keep? You know, you you go to the training, everybody's really revved up at the end of the training. Within a week, uh, you know, they've lost some of it. Uh, they go back to some old habits. They, uh, you know, retain only so much because we're all human, right? Now, my, my understanding, uh, Peter, is that's kind of where ask, listen, retain comes in, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you hit it on the head. Uh, proof is in the pudding, as I, I word it, right? If, if Norm's uh, Excel's training is successful, and then when we do the measurements, we're going to see improvements from previous experiences in our measurement programs. So that's why our measurement programs are geared to be not just one time, but maybe over a period of a year where we can really keep the focus on uh, an example, mystery calling programs where we call in the counters and ask that act as a typical customer. Um, that carries a lot of weight that really keeps the counter people on guard on their toes, knowing that the next call just might be a mystery call and we better be on our best behavior with their best phone skills so it goes on and on, and it keeps the training alive in their minds. That's a really great phrase, you know, keeping the training alive. It's one that I haven't actually heard uh, before, but it really cuts to the kind of core of, of ensuring that the investment in training uh, is, in fact, an investment, not just, uh, you know, a, a fleeting uh, expense. Right, Norm? Well, 100%. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and. And, and that's the one thing that, you know, we, we try as hard as we can always to keep that sustainability in place to, 
to you know go to the next level to broaden out the training to continue to follow up but without uh, measuring it sometimes it is difficult and and it's exactly what peter said and it's it, our alignment is I- incredible it really is i mean like for example he brought up the counter training and the mystery caller program he's 100% right if you te- if you teach people all the best behaviors of offering related items or you know how they're greeting people over the phone or or uh, you know even if you're put on hold or the tone all of those things are mentioned are measured within the mystery caller program so it aligns completely with the training and that's how we created the partnership uh, having similar customers as well and people that we've worked with as well is that I said, man, you got all the measurement tools here to see what's changing and then at the same time we're teaching on this so it's uh, that that particular one piece of, of of many now that we have collaborated on is big and uh, the big thing is is that if people do know they're going to be called potentially these behaviors change and the shifts change and we've seen people go from a 60 percent rating to a like a 90 percent rating just on the behaviors on their phone we have quantified data and customers that have actually looked at it and said because they were trained properly and then the measurement tool was put in place uh, with CSI or mystery call that these behaviors are changing because it just continued to be mindful and at the front of mind for the people that uh, the management and the owners but also the people that are being called yeah so as these cycles you know I you know I, I think of uh, you know jobber businesses or or shop businesses that have you know done some training, done some feedback loop work with with uh, you know uh, ask, listen, retain, or you know others maybe, uh, and that as the staff kind of gets used to this, does it does it tend to kind of have a synergy and build on itself? We'll be right back after this. Did you know that Delphi Technologies is the only OE full line fuel supplier? Go with the global aftermarket supplier with over 3,200 SKUs covering more than 280 million vehicles in operation and with parts tested in OE durability and reliability conditions to ensure a quality fit and performance. Learn more at DelphiAftermarket.com. Especially in our uh, business-to-business telephone interviews, um, we, we call the customer's top 20 uh, percent of the database with the 80-20 rule. Um, actually, our interviewers that call on a regular quarterly basis, the, the the customer on the other end of the phone is looking forward to our call. There's kind of a synergy there that they know that their voice is going to be heard at least every three months. So there's no there's no stress of uh, who do I talk to or or a hidden anger or hidden uh, um, unhappiness with the situation because they know we're going to be calling, we're going to get their feedback and pass it along to our ask us to retain portal to the businesses. Right, right. So it's it's really more than just, you know, calling to check up on the kind of the counter staff or, you know, calling the manager and asking them a few uh, key questions. It's actually reaching out to the customer base and and uh, really digging into, you know, how how is this organization doing? How are their staff doing? And, you know, you obviously know, which marks those those staff should be hitting as far as uh, uh, you know communication points and and uh, approaches and all that and uh, so it really is it really is kind of a sort of all encompassing uh, feedback and professional development performance program right 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 uh, one of our customers considers it an audit of their products and services not just a kind of customer satisfaction but he's told me that he sits at head office. And the branches across Canada or North America, he has no clue if, if his products and services 
by being out late as he intended. And this way, he gets some feedback on on that read from from us. Wow, that's you know, I can imagine, especially now, <laughs> you know, trying to you know, at the best of times, with Canada being such a big place and in some areas certainly where i am now pretty cold and it's hard to get out to see people and obviously that situation is exacerbated with restrictions on visits and people don't want to see you and don't want to come in so it's really difficult to to know what's going on especially if you're remote which is uh, unfortunately all too common these days uh, are you hearing the same things uh norm as far as uh being able to kind of offer this stuff as a uh, you know on the training side from a remote standpoint as well Oh yeah, huge, and, and it really pushed us and pressured us to to change our model over the last couple of years as well since the pandemic hit, and uh, not only this alignment with uh, with Peter, who I've known for many years and, and great partnership that we've created, but it's it, it, for, for from the national side of it or a local side of it is that the virtual training has really taken off the online training now because of distancing, social distancing. We had to get strong at that, even stronger than what we were in the past working on it and adapt and uh so now it's it's really becoming where people are embracing it and they're enjoying it and they're actually getting involved online e-learning uh getting out of their comfort zone you know doing these zoom meetings and so on i want to go back to the point as well about the uh the the part that peter was just talking about in your question that you were asking andrew about you know the shop and and, and them giving feedback you know one of the things and keeping this really positive is of course is that you know a lot of jobbers they, they sell people for a long time they build a lot of loyalty with their with their uh, ASPs with their collision centers that they're selling paint to as well you know the, the the problem is competition is fiercer than ever a lot of times people run the risk of thinking sometimes that hey you know what I've got an owner handle and the owner tells me well sometimes it's too late and you don't if you don't get the feedback you don't know everything all the time so the the 80 20 rule like Peter said in the CSI program is is really well received by owners I mean a shop owner an ASP is spending 10 grand 20 grand 30 grand 5,000 a month wants to give his feedback and sometimes they just get too busy so the barrier is sometimes saying well we already know what our customers are thinking we don't always know quite frankly and quite respectfully number one and number two we if we do find out sometimes it's too late well we're moving our product somewhere else or we're buying our parts or paint from somewhere else so that's that's been the big part of it so they have to be trained properly the people that salespeople and inside people properly there has to be measurements put in place to your point on national consistencies and, and local consistencies within the stores, they've got to continue to get better all the time, improve, improve service and skills. And that's where the measurement comes in as well to see if it's happening. Sure, sure. And I mean, I look at it, uh, you know, also uh, from the standpoint of it was raised earlier and it's certainly an ongoing conversation that uh, sort of dovetails with the current concerns and frankly difficulties that a lot of businesses are having with staffing. You know, some of the older, more experienced staff uh, have simply uh, gone away. Uh, you know, uh, they're retired, uh, they're leaving the business, they're leaving the workforce, and the difficulty of getting people to come in, uh, even with any experience at all, it means that you're hiring folks sometimes that don't have any experience. You, you want to get them trained up, right? You want to exactly. get them trained up. You can't wait for the training uh, circus to come to town uh, three times a year or whatever, especially these days. So, uh, you know, you're looking for virtual training. You don't want to, you know, maybe uh, sell the house to, to, to do it. And it provides some what really looks like some very cost effective opportunities to get some uh, both basic as well as down the road advanced uh, advanced instruction uh, for 
sounds like just about everybody in the jobber business, right? That's true, 100%. And, uh, and thank you for that. And it's taken a lot of years to build it, a lot of content and the hardest and, and you know, also making it relevant in real world experience. And uh, it's brought into all of our training, like real world, not, not like things that people are, we, we, we put ourselves in the shoes of being in this industry for a long time, as a salesperson or in the inside sales side of it, or manager side of it. Or for shops as well, you know, big programs coming in 2022 for ASPs all around selling preventative maintenance, customer service training for uh, for shops, which are become you know they're they're overwhelmed with so much going on as well, and so training is really at the forefront now. We find even more than ever that uh, people are saying even even amongst all the stresses are are really truly within a lot of businesses within the distribution, they're really finding that now is the time to step it up, right, to continue to build stronger synergies. And you mentioned new people coming into the industry as well as the veterans and people that have been in it. And the biggest asset is the employees that work within any, within any organization. And uh, we have to continue to really motivate the, uh, I believe strongly that we have to really continue to motivate the people that have been doing it a long time and keeping them fresh and keeping them strong. Too many times, too often we think, well, they're already in place. You know, they've been doing it a long time. We know the basics. We know the fundamentals. Yes, of course. And that's not um, be, being demeaning in any way. It's just they need to be motivated. And then the new people have to have a really good platform in place as to how do I do this professionally? Because a lot of organizations don't have the resources to be able to provide uh, all the training to get that consistency to keep people motivated and uh, up on their game, right? And that's where we come in to, to really help organizations, whatever level, from small, medium to large organizations. We, we work with all of them. But uh, so, you know, how, th there's been a really massive transition uh, to, to the virtual in all parts of our world. How's that had an effect on, uh, on training overall, Norm? Uh, yes, yes, it sure has. And, and we, we started, uh, we, we started doing online training about seven years ago, and building our courses, our driver course, our counter course, store managers courses, we built them. And uh, we used exter external companies for a few years. And uh, we partner now and Peter and I we built a, uh, a complete learning management system that can be used to host all of the courses. So if a job is smaller, or, or you know, it says oh, I got a few drivers, uh, or if I've got 500 drivers, we can help get uh, using our portal, or we can also work in connection with the people that have the the, the multiples and do as well with companies that um, that would like to uh, use a learning management system an online portal um, to be able to access the training. So we, we do have that. And, uh, it, you know, as, as, as also as consolidations take place and people purchasing jobbers or, or whatever it might be, or, you know, smaller, medium or larger, they, they need access points to get onto the online portals. And so we have all the content on there. And like I say, we have a lot of automotive service provider training coming as well online coming into 2022 in the first quarter, even here. So uh, does that answer your question, Andrew? Is I, I, I think so. Or, yeah. Um, you know, I'm obviously I'm really interested in, in kind of the, the overall training uh, performance improvement performance tracking feedback from customers. I mean, to me, you know, that that's a lot of, uh, you know, the missing pieces are being addressed with with the relationship that you guys have, have really kind of formed here, both initially, I guess, kind of informally, but you know, now, now formally as a, as a partnership, right? Well, you're right. And, 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 I, and it's really good what you said, because uh, it's great, great point. 
yeah, you could train. Let's let's put it this way. You could train the counter people and it's great and it's fantastic. But if you don't train the managers to implement the counter training properly and, and performance uh, improvements, as you just said, or you don't train drivers on the uh, on it, you're only fixing small pieces or really improving in certain areas. So the performance side of it, and I say this humbly in the sense of, uh, of uh, I don't think anyone has anything like we have in this model in the sense of being able to train all levels of distribution, number one, from the service provider to the jobbers, to the warehouse distributors, to manufacturers. No one else has, has all of that, I, I don't believe that I could say. When you attach as well the performance um, indicators, if you said the measurement tools, Andrew, I really don't believe that people have all of those pieces all put into one place. And that's what we've worked on 40 plus years combined between Peter and I in both of our companies to put those two together where it's very, very unique. Uh, I might add to that, Andrew, that you know what's interesting about our measurement tools during the tr- uh, training process is that Norm has the ability to look at the results of the measurement and edit his training to uh, match what is being shown as weaknesses or areas that need more attention. So it adapts and it flows uh, more specifically to the, the people that he's standing in front of in training. Well, exactly. And I might add one point to that as well. Thank you, Peter and, and Andrew. Uh, the, the key point to that is, is that you're asking about what are those measurement tools, uh, you know, based on when you first said it, training can go away a little bit. So when you look at it, the measurement tools can be webinars. To Peter's point, how do you how do you measure the performance? I think that's what the listeners are going to want to know, right? As we continue with this, we're doing webinars for follow-up. We could do webinars with people. So they're live, in-person webinars that are available to people, which is really helpful and engaging, and people are enjoying those, number one. Number two, we have the CSI component as well that you can a customer can walk into a job or store. You can, we can have it all produced, put on your phone for you. Right at the end of it, you can do a CSI survey. It's it's great inter- integration that we can do for um, for organizations to, and we have organizations, of course, that are getting feedback from their valued customers on what the experience was going into a store. We have the mystery caller program, which is another huge measurement part of it to 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 measure change. And then as well, the B2B, which is the business to business side of it. So how are the internal uh, team members of a job or store, let's say, treating their customer? How are the salespeople doing? How, what's the expense uh, experience of, uh, uh, of, of the customer service and the sales side of it? So there's many components that, again, can all be bundled together with the training or even individually the, uh, some of these programs as well, Andrew. Well, that's great. Thank you so much. Now, uh, for those who have made it this far into the podcast, I hope you have. We do have a bit of a, a special treat. Uh, we at uh, Chat Media have uh, created uh, alongside uh, Excel a special offer. Uh, for those who are looking at training, want to kind of dip their toe in the water. Uh, currently, you can get the Organizational Leadership and Team Goal Setting course, which is a two-module course for $39.95. Now, uh, that's about kind of about half price. Great way to, to dip your toe in now. You know, you know, I really believe it's important to do what you can for training. We recognize that everybody out there is also looking uh, to uh, make their uh, make their dollar go as far as possible. Uh, I personally think this is this is one of those. Uh, so take a look. We'll put the link in with the uh, information too, and you'll be able to find a, a more information uh, at uh, jobbernation.ca as well. 
Anyway, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, I, I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm actually very excited uh, to have spoken to you guys. Uh, it, it, it really hits a lot of the marks, I think, that the industry is looking for in that collaboration between the training and the feedback and the follow-up and, and ensuring that we're doing the best we can for staff and for our customers and not being left in the dark uh, with, uh, with any of it. So thank you, and uh, gentlemen, for uh, joining me today. Thank you, everybody out there uh, for joining us too. Uh, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you again soon. Canadian Aftermarket Podcast, brought to you by the publishers of Indie Garage and Jobber Nation. Connect with us online at indiegarage.ca and jobbernation.ca, a brand of chat integrated media. Pothole damage to a vehicle's chassis is always a concern, no matter the size or time of year. If the worst does happen, you can count on Delphi Technologies steering and suspension parts to get your customers back on the road again. Learn more at delphiaftermarket.com.